0: Hey everyone, Selena Kulkani here for another episode of the Freedom Warrior podcast, where it's my job to share the latest insights, tactics, and strategies around alternative wealth building. For those of you who'd like to learn more about financial freedom through alternative methods, please head over to my website, freedomwarrior.com.au, where you can access my library of articles, interviews, and programs to help you on the way to becoming more financially free. Now, on to the show so today's topic I'm really excited to talk to you about is uh, really uh, a discussion more than anything uh, about this concept of the pursuit of net wealth um, and how in my world net wealth and financial freedom just aren't necessarily the same things so I think the starting point for today's uh, podcast really has to be you know why are financial freedom and net worth Completely different concepts, or not necessarily the same thing. Uh, and really, there's there's lots of different ways of explaining this. But you know, the question that I I would ask you to consider is is a small annuity um, that comes from a, a small asset base of say um, half a million dollars earning ten percent, which gives you a fifty thousand dollar annuity. How does that contrast to you having a net worth? of $10 million but barely being able to squeeze out 10 grand. So, you know, I've had the the great fortune of working with a a lot of high net wealth individuals over time and what I've experienced time and time and time again is when you pull back the curtain on someone's lifestyle, although on the surface they may have the the fancy cars and the the beautiful home and, uh, you know, the fancy holidays, uh, when you pull back the curtain and you actually start to look at someone's wealth position, you can almost immediately assess how successful they are in terms of creating uh, financial freedom for themselves. Now, in Australia, we tend to really focus on the concept of net wealth as being the ultimate measure of how well we're going as investors. And what I'm seeing in in more and more situations is that. People believe or people are sold the story that in order to create financial freedom, you've just got to ratchet up your net wealth. You've just, if, if you haven't got the cash flow that you need to step out of your business or to, to step out of your work, then you've just got to ratchet up that net worth. And, you know, in my world, financial freedom isn't about the pursuit of more and more and more wealth. You know, it's really the, the, the journey of making sure that the wealth that you have, the assets that you have, actually do some work for you and give you the outcome that you want. Um, you know, all of this stems back to the whole premise that if you're not uh, thinking about the end game, when you start your investment journey, when you take on investments, it's going to be very, very easy for you to get off track or to put assets into your portfolio that actually don't serve you, that maybe actually slow you down. Um, But any which way you put it, um, you know, the pursuit of net wealth has to be balanced against, you know, the goals that you have and the timeline that you want to achieve it in. So, some people ask the question, is net wealth a vanity metric? Um, And that's a really interesting question. So, you know, there's no doubt that there are a whole cohort of individuals out there that just like to look wealthy. They like the finer things in life. They like the fast cars and the nice homes and and all of those things. And, And certainly some of those people are prepared to have those things at their own expense, meaning they recognize that there's a little bit of smoke and mirrors, but they're happy to pay the price anyway. Um, there are another cohort of people who, who believe or who like the idea of being able to say, I have a net worth of $5 million. I have a net worth of $10 million, 15, 25, whatever that number is to them. That metric matters more than financial freedom. Um, what I would say to you is that if you expect to create financial freedom without trying to build assets, um, you're barking down the wrong path if you're trying to pursue net wealth um, above all else, I also think you are barking down the wrong path. So it's not so much that there's anything wrong inherently wrong with pursuing net wealth provided it correlates or it reconciles to the ultimate goal which is financial freedom because net wealth for the sake of net wealth really is is kind of like having a, a really nice trophy on the shelf. It looks good and you can look at it with pride and, and be kind of excited about it, but it's not actually going to serve you in life. There's not much you can do with it. And, you know, what happens typically here in Australia is that um, because that's the primary metric that people focus on, uh, when it comes to creating financial legacy, most people just fail dismally. Um, the statistics on, you know, how effectively people pass on intergenerational wealth is, is really, really poor. Um, and, you know, the rule of thumb that I've kind of joked about over time is that, you know, you make the money, your kids will spend it all and then their kids will have to start over again. And it's because we pass on big lumbering assets that generate very little wealth. And then the incoming or recipient generation have no choice but to sell those assets in order to realize that money. Um, so, you know, when we think about it, there's, there's a, there's a great story that I want to share with you, which is, um, you know, possibly based partly in fiction, uh, or, you know, who knows? Maybe it's based on a true story, but I've heard it a number of times where there are two brothers, um, both brought up in the same household with the same, um, You know, upbringing and philosophical exposure to different things. But one brother goes on to become a a very successful business owner, creates a huge conglomeration of, of companies. Um, and upon his death, uh, bequeaths a $30 million, um, fortune to his children. The other brother, um, goes on to become a teacher, much more, um, conservative income. Um, but does a really good job around stewardship and, um, you know, building up, um, assets, a small base of assets that develop, you know, good cash flow and passes on an annuity of $30,000 to each of his children. And the story goes that at the 10 year mark, the kids that inherited the, the big $30 million have pretty much blown through the whole lot and the children that inherited the $30,000 annuity between them actually go on to develop some significant wealth of their own. So, you know, there, there's multiple layers of lessons in that story. Um, there's clearly uh, the, the the lesson that the, the father who had the lower income had no choice but to exhibit great stewardship and possibly pass those skills onto his children. But above all else, um, an annuity Um, or an income stream that lasts beyond your life that you can pass on is really going to have significantly longer flow on effects than passing on an asset that has a a certain value. So, you know, the question that I want to ask you and that I would ask you to consider is, you know, if you're thinking about creating wealth, What is your objective? Is your objective to have like a big inflated um, balance sheet um, giving you the high net wealth that you've always dreamed of? Or is your dream to take an early retirement, to step off the merry-go-round sooner and create an annuity, which is maybe a little less sexy, but inevitably will give you the outcome that you want? So anyway, I, I really just want to leave you with food for thought about this idea that net wealth isn't really the ultimate goal. Um, net wealth is really a reflection of you achieving your goal, but not necessarily the goal itself. Um, and, you know, there's really a whole thread of conversations that I could kind of spark off the back of this, but I think I'm going to wrap up there. Um, so thank you so much for tuning in. And I really look forward to sharing um, some more really, um, I think, contrarian views on wealth in the next episode of Freedom Warrior. Thank you so much for listening to the Freedom Warrior podcast and a few things before you take off. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button to avoid missing out on future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could rate and review my podcast to help more people find it. Also, each week I send out a unique email newsletter where I share some of the most cutting edge and interesting things I've found during the week to help you on your journey to financial freedom. And finally, if you're interested in fast tracking towards being financially free, please check out my programs where I help you get onto the path of generating a significant six-figure passive income through investing. If you're interested, head over to freedomwarrior.com.au to find out if it's suitable for you. Till next time, take care. See you on the next episode and bye for now.